0: I need to know now because oh baby baby i should have that. you go <laughs> i start singing and carlin is like right up my ass right now he, he hears that britney spears and he can't help it this little mud of mine welcome to the sharp tongue podcast it is monday my voice is cracking because i'm just going through puberty It's Monday. It's a Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm Jesse May, your adorable host. And we're here. We're here together. We're here. And um, yeah, I'm very excited. I don't know why I'm excited. I mean, half the time people say they're excited. They're not excited. They're just trying to get themselves excited about something. Um, Right now, I don't know if you can hear. I'm actually recording out of my apartment today. And (laughs) I'm looking at Fozzie and it looks like he's literally going to die. Well, he's going to die. We're all going to die. We're on that inevitable journey to death. But if you follow me and you know my life, Fozzie is, he has, he's my little five pound Mexican asshole, chihuahua of a dog. I've had, he's about 10 years old and he has heart disease, advanced heart disease, whatever the fuck that means. You know what advanced heart disease translates to veterinary terms? This is going to cost you a shitload of money. Um, and what I'm realizing is I, I envy people whose dogs just get hit by a car and die that way. Like if you can choose, you know, choose your adventure. I want to choose my own dog's death and just really speed this up because watching him heave and hoe, he just, he has these like hacking moments where he's like, and he'll do that for 20 minutes and look me in the eyes. Like, why are you keeping me alive? What is wrong with you? And then I feel like a crazy person keeping her sick dog alive. But now there's moments like this where he's completely running around the apartment. I feel like I have, like, a, a, a zombie dog that just... He's in between being a zombie and in a, in a, alive, and he doesn't know <laughs> which way he wants to go. And they're doing construction above my apartment right now, which is really fucking annoying. I mean, just... Can't they realize that I'm trying to do a podcast and just cater to my needs right now? Uh, I am going to be in Atlanta. Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Watch out now. I'm going to be at the Atlanta Improv ATL Thursday, August 27th, Friday, August 28th, and Saturday, August 29th. So please get your tickets. Uh Find the Atlanta Improv website. I, I, I don't even know what the hell it is. I'll, I'll find it right now for you guys. Look how resourceful I'm going to be. How do you spell Atlanta? Atlanta Improv. I'll put it right into my trusty little computer here. And it's the theimprovatlanta.com. Go there, buy your tickets. The last weekend of August, I'll be there with my um, platonic life partner, Marcella Josefina Arguello. And then uh, I'm doing a college gig, in the university at the University of Connecticut on that on Sunday after that. And don't think I forgot to announce the winner of my hashtag contest that I did on my Instagram page. I'm gonna be doing this uh, a few times a month at least. I have four necklaces that the Urban Smith made custom for this contest specifically. And her and I came up with a couple fun phrases, and this week we're giving away the dope badass nameplate necklace. And um, if you're unfamiliar with this contest, it'll be ongoing. I asked you guys to post a funny hashtag to a photo that I posted, and it was a photo of me with my mac and cheese box. And so we went over those, all the submissions. You guys were very funny. I was very impressed with you. And I'm going to announce the winner at the end of the podcast. You know it. You got to listen to the whole thing, baby, to get your gift. And then um, I was going to try and see, go visit my family. I haven't seen my family in quite some time. I haven't seen all of them together. I've seen each of them separately. I saw, you know, my dad came to see me in January. And then my father, he just sunbathed on the roof of my apartment. I at, Where I was living at the time, I had a patio on the top of my apartment. And every morning I woke up and my father was gone. And I would go out to find him, and he would be up on my patio with his shorts rolled up, too, too high for comfort, if you ask me. And he had his shirt off, and he was sunbathing. So that's Joe Peluso for you. That's the last time I saw my dad. And then my mom came to my shows when I was in Richmond, Virginia. She came to those shows and broke her foot. I don't know if you guys remember that, but she broke her foot. She's still healing, so things aren't going so great when my parents come to see me. My dad's getting sunburned. My mom's breaking her feet. Um, I haven't seen my sister in forever, Um, but I found out some amazing news. My sister is going to pop out a baby from her womb. My sister Emily is preggers. She's got a bun in the oven, and I was like, yes! Yes! Take the pressure off of me, bitch. Woo! Now I don't have to have the baby. Now my mom can be satisfied with my sister popping a baby out. I can just have my dogs and go out whenever the hell I want to without having to find a babysitter. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to be an auntie again. Very, very pumped up. I keep sending my sister baby names. Nothing that makes sense. I'm like, Huckleberry... H- Huckleberry Bologna Sandwich. Just think about it. Think about it. Ghostface Killah Jr. Can you just let it simmer? Let it simmer. Teapot Argyle IV. Can you just please let the name sit for a minute? Let it breathe and see if it grows on you. I'm so excited. She's having something grow inside of her right now. I do too, but it's just a fart. I'm really. I'm just growing a fart in my womb. Which is a queef that's gross, we got there so fast um i'm single, and yeah, so I'm very excited about my sister to have a baby uh it's it's i have my my mother and my father are separated, and my father had a wife before her, and my mother had a husband after him. Christmases are fun um but so my mother and father had my sister and Emily, and my father had with his first wife Joan had Chris and Karen. So my father has four daughters, and uh, em- my my sister Karen has two kids, um, and Emily is going to have her first. So this is going to be my mother and father's first grandchild together, even though they're separate. Fast forward to me becoming a comedian. Oh, God. They separated when I was a young a young child. But this is going to be very exciting for my mom. She can stop bugging me to have children. Actually, you know what? She doesn't even really do that now because she realizes that it probably won't happen for me. I'll most likely have a llama before I have a baby. Just, just let that s- simmer. I'll most likely have a llama because I just I don't know if I'm I'm gonna be able to be there enough for a child. I'm not. I'm on the road so much. I can't. I can't even bring Carlin with me. I come home, he's all pissed off because I haven't been around and I have to communicate to a dog where I've been all weekend. Fozzie Bear's a dick who gets to travel with me. So already I'm a dysfunctional dog mom. I'm not going to be a good mom at this point in my life. So I'm just glad that my sister's going to pop out a fucking kid and I can be like, there you go, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. I hope everybody is happy now. My mom can just, you know, fulfill that womanly need to hold something. Get a chinchilla lady. Quit barking up our reproductive tree. You maniac. Get a box of wine and put a diaper on it. Nancy. (laughs) I'm such an asshole. Oh my God. Where's Bradley Cooper? I'm so lonely. Can somebody just fucking take me out? I just want to be taken out on a date and like not just anybody. You know, I've got standards, so the crazy motherfuckers who are sending messages and I don't respond, understand why. Check yourself. Either be a gentleman, smart, or say something new. Don't send me, you know, your gross, scatological, perverse messages, okay? Even though junk comes out of my mouth sometimes, I don't want it going in my ear. I'm a lady, okay? I'm a lady in the streets and a freak on stage. Let's just calm down. But yeah, I just want to be taken out on a date. I want a little romance in my life, and I'm not—you know—I'm not one of these girls like, you know. Women grow up and we're force-fed this romantic idea about what relationships should be, and women should be the princess, and the men—the men are the princes, and they're gonna come rolling in on a horse and lay down a f- magical carpet ride, and and then I'm gonna have feet and walk on. The beach for once, I just, I'm basically talking about two Disney scenarios. Uh, I think I just did Aladdin and The Little Mermaid. But even then, they're still selling the idea of this romantical love that doesn't really exist. And so I just want a little bit of that old school love. And I didn't really want it for so long. Like, I've been so independent in my life, especially with this career. All I do is work. All I do is work, and if I'm not working, I'll take a couple hours to myself, where I either get a massage. Ooh, I should get a massage tonight, or I go to the beach for a little bit. I um I take very little tidbits of time to to chill out, but even then, when I chill out, I'm thinking about work. You know, like I just was at the beach a couple days ago, a couple afternoons ago, yesterday actually, Sunday afternoon with Laura Murphy, who you guys know if you listen to my podcast, the director of Girl Code, one of my best friends, and we're just, we are just, you know, had a little slow gin fizz cocktail at Scopa on Washington Boulevard in Marina Del Rey. If anybody's in Marina Del Rey, go to Scopa. Their brunch is phenomenal. Get the spaghetti and meatballs, don't question it, spaghetti and meatballs in the morning, don't fucking question it. I mean, well, our morning was at like 1 p.m., but still... But her and I had a little bit of work to do because I'm working on something. So, you know, we went, had a little scope. I had a little slow gin fizz. We passed out on the beach. Passed the fuck out. My whole back is burnt right now. I, you can actually, you know you laid in the sun way too hard when your bikini, like the string of your bikini didn't even move. <laughs> it looks like somebody wrote, wrote in white down your back and the rest of it is red. That's how hardcore we passed out. But even just having the hour to break, I thought of some stuff. I was thinking of some creative shit for the, the things that I'm working on right now. So I, I, even on my breaks, I'm not really having a break. So I just want, I think I'm ready for a little bit of romance in my life. And I'm not, you know, I, I know that chivalry is almost dead. I know it's not completely dead, but let's be honest. Let's just be real. Let's just be honest. Um, in this generation with social networking, guys don't have to flirt, really. They don't have to be, not that they don't have to flirt, but they don't have to try too hard. You girls are giving the shit up. You're just giving this shit up left and right. He asked for a tit pick. You're just giving him a tit pick. You're not even making him work for the tit pick. You're just sending it to him like he deserves it. He doesn't deserve a tit pick, and you're ruining it for bitches like me that might really want some sort of substantial situation. You girls are just tossing the tit picks out like it's currency that he deserves, like it's a, a privilege and, and not a and not you know, like it's a right and not a privilege. It's a privilege to get that sent to a dude. Don't just send those out willy nilly and then expect him to respect you. And then I expect it to be some sort of old-school love thing that exists, and it can exist with that whole bullshit cyclical thing happening where you girls are just giving shit up too easily. Make a man work for it. And the problem is, girls, now we don't want to make him work for it because we're worried he's got too many options. And so I understand the mentality of a girl wanting to send a tip pick just to get a dude's attention because you're worried that there's some other bitch and you're right there is some other bitch in the chamber with a tit-pick ready she's got a tit-pick for every day she's got a monday tit-pick a tuesday tit-pick wednesday thursday friday she got a saturday tip-pick she's got a church sunday tit-pick with some crosses over her nipples bitches are ready and prepared to send their little things out to get the attention of a man and it makes it difficult for women who are kind of old school, I'm an old school chick because I grew up without all this technology. I knew how to flirt. I knew how to physically flirt with a dude, and a dude had to physically flirt with me. There was no tit pic. I wasn't even flashing him my tits, and he wasn't flashing me his dick, which would be the, 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 the way that we would have done those things back in the day because there was no way you'd have to, like, everyone has this joke, like, oh, we didn't have... We weren't able to take dick pics. If I wanted to take a dick pic, I had to go down, get the film processed. I think my friend Chris Vanjola has a joke like that. Like, you know, he's got to go take a photo and he had to get it processed, and that's the truth. So today, it's so much harder for a girl to find a little romance, a little true romance. And I know there's a bunch of like dudes that are out there, like, I'm here, I'm right here. But there's not a lot of you out there because even the nerdy dudes realize how much accessibility they have to all these other girls that are willing to send. Tip picks to them. And it just makes it very difficult. And I wish girls would have some sort of standard and self-worth about themselves to realize you don't have to impress a dude that you don't know. You don't have to send a tit-pick to some mother... Usually you're sending tit-picks to a motherfucker you don't even know. You don't even know him. You're bored. You want the attention. You want the cell phone textual attention. We all want this attention. We're all scared that it's going to be f- fleeting and gone because everyone has too many fucking options in this world. And it's true. So I get the mentality of wanting to have the attention of a dude, but all it is is creating this vicious cycle where... The, the quality of interaction is depleting and the quantity of interaction is increasing. And we all know that old cliche, quality over quantity, it's the truth. So stop sending so many tit-picks and start having some, some self-respect. And you know what? How about, you know what, dude, you're not going to get a tit-pick. How about you send me a, 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 a vocabulary word? I'm not going to send you a tit-pick. I'm going to send you a vocabulary word. That's what I'm going to do. And without Googling, you have to tell me the meaning of the word. But you know what? You can't even trust a motherfucker to do that. Because this day and age, he's not going to know the meaning of any word if it's not an acronym, if it's not LMFAO, because the English language is dying. So not only is romance dying, but the very foundation of communication in the world is also dying. The English language, which is a beautiful language, there's a lot of words that can describe feelings and emotions and things, that's dying because this new generation of kids don't have time. They don't have time. I can't type out laughing out loud. I can't type that out. I'm too busy. I'm too busy because i got to get to the BRB. i got to get to the TTYL. i got to get to all these other letters that are acronyms for, for sentences that I'm too busy to even spell out. (sighs) (laughs) <sighs> <laughs> I mean, I know I went on a little tirade there, but uh i, I I'm just telling you that I, I feel I feel very strongly about this subject. <laughs> i do i'm worried that romance is dead and i'm worried that tit picks are alive and well and girls are not valuing themselves the way they should and realizing that you don't need the attention of a man how about you get education for yourself before you worry about the attention of a man how about you learn a skill let's learn a skill let's learn how to create how about you learn how to paint a tit how about you learn how to do that on a canvas instead of just snapping the shot real quick and sending it to a dude who doesn't deserve it and he's not going to call you back because you know what? He's got somebody else's Instagram handle that he's just going to hit up right after you. He's going to just DM a bunch of bitches and get as many tip picks as he can. You know what he's going to do with those tip picks? He's going to send them to all his friends. He's going to show them all his friends. So we got to stop this tip pick thing that's happening. <laughs> and dudes, I feel your struggle. This isn't just me attacking men. I feel your struggle. What are you supposed to do? You get a tip pick? I mean, come on, that's a lot. Of responsibility. You're not going to open it. Of course you're going to open that tit pic. Of course you're going to show your boys. Of course you're going to look at it a thousand times. Of course you're going to send it to your friends. That's another thing, girls. You think that tit pic just stops with his phone? No, he is sending He is forwarding that tit pic all around town. So I get the struggle is real for both of us. The struggle is real for dudes. The struggle is real for girls. And the struggle is real for probably lesbians and gay guys, too. It's real for all of us. Nobody is... Is... uh, Is is separated from this situation, we're all in it, we're all in it, so all I'm asking is for everybody to have a little bit more self-respect and a little bit more patience so that I can go on a fucking date, <sighs> my leather just farted, wait, that's me in my leather chair, <laughs> okay, so that's how I feel about that, um, I hope you guys learned something, <laughs> I, uh, I'm very, very excited about, I'm so excited. I'm, I have to get another, another word to describe my emotions. I really do. I I interviewed one of my newer comedy friends in the world today. Her and I performed in Chicago together. Um, she's from Dayton, Ohio, but she is, I think she hails out of Chicago as far as like where she got her, um, Comedy started. I believe that she started in Chicago. I could be wrong, but I know she's from Ohio. So if I got both of those details wrong, then I'm a horrible friend. And that's just what happens. I need to go back to the drawing board, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Her and I worked together in Chicago at Zany's uh, a bunch of months back. And she's just, she is one of my favorite comics. She's very smart she's different. Her whole point of view is different. I, and I like that she, she's a fun comic to work with for me because I'm so energetic and physical. I'm a very physical comedian and she's kind of the antith- antithesis of my comedy. And so it's just a nice, um, change when, when her and I were on, it was shared a stage together. Well, not at the same time, but you know, her and I both performing, it was a nice little, um, comedy dichotomy with her and I each performing. So, She, you can, you probably saw her on Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel Live. She's been on At Midnight a bunch of times. She was on Chelsea Lately. She's doing the damn comedy thing. Hardworking bitch, a funny bitch, and just... Honestly, I texted her after we interviewed and I was like, you're a good person. She's a good person. She's somebody like some comedians are hard to hang out with because they don't know how to shut it off. And they also just feel disingenuous. They don't, you know, some of them are a little bit too hungry and sycophantic where they're just trying to, you know, get something from somebody. There's a lot of vocabulary words being thrown at you guys, but I feel good. I got a lot of rest last night and I'm just, you know, I'm trying to bring the English language back to y'all. get it y'all not really an english word but whatever um so yeah she's just a real person and i vibe with her really well um she is just a funny sob and i hope you enjoy my interview with my new girlfriend beth stelling
1: and we're recording do we're
0: on. Do you like when before you go on stage, do you consciously think about your outfit?
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> do you? I do. Like I want to look good, but I also I don't want to look like I was trying to look good. It should be effortless, don't you think?
1: Absolutely, but I hate to disappoint you, but it it always looks like you've tried. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean in the nicest way possible. You're very stylish. I mean, it looks like, you know what I mean? I guess you're, that's good. Yeah. What do you I like to wear? In a like, nice way. You wear sneaker heels. I always we wear sneaker We love our sneaker heels. heels. Yeah. Our sneels. Always wear sneels. I wore some weird, the weekend you and I worked together at Zany's in Chicago, we wore some real bad stuff. You know when you look back and you're like, wow. I don't remember what you I wore. I think it was a gift, one of the things I don't want to <laughs> mention from who, but I haven't worn it since. Like, you know when you wear something and you hate it so much, you're like, this needs to go to Goodwill immediately. Yes. Like, I got to get this out.
0: Yes. I, that's what you did? You you put your that, outfit from Chicago? Yeah, yeah. All Just of our of memories in your no, shirt? And you we got have of other of
1: memories it? together. We and do. I put them away. But I do, I, I, if I uh, had to describe my look, I think sometimes I find it easy to nail down. And then other times I'm like, what am I? Because it's like <laughs> casual, Who am I? kind of dressy, but sporty, but a little hodgepodge. Like hodgepodge? I'll wear like a pencil skirt from American Apparel. On stage? Silk. Mm-hmm. I've never, With I sneaker think, heels. I see, I can't, I'm not comfortable having like my, my,
0: my biscuit
1: available. Listen, I've looked back at photos and maybe I shouldn't have been so comfortable <laughs> having my biscuit available, <laughs> but I did it. Skirt? And at the time I felt good. Wow. I don't know if I could do that. I did have a male friend at the show. I feel so scared. And he said, you look really good. And when you were in your skirt. Yeah, and it was just like, it's borderline distracting. Just so you know. Really? It's like in ear, a nice dude, way. He really didn't. Mean, yeah, he didn't mean it, in it. You're right. He's like, move your mouth less. Move your mouth a little less because <laughs> I just keep thinking about you sucking on my dick.
0: <laughs> Can you not blink your eyes? I just keep thinking about you blinking your eyes while you're sucking my dick. <laughs> <laughs> when you hold the mic, it, it kind of looks like you're sucking my dick. <laughs> when you breathe, when you breathe, and I see your nostril do a little flare, it makes you think I'm sucking my dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you do the crossword? <laughs> make me thing about sucking my dick <laughs> when you're going about your day and you don't text me back it Makes me think about you suck my dick you know when you suck my dick that makes me think of food <laughs> that makes me think of a sandwich that
1: makes me think about fun that makes are. me hungry
0: <laughs> you have to suck my dick to make me forget about sucking my dick
1: <laughs> some people i wonder i mean i think every guy loves that but recently i've dealt with a whole like okay that's enough i gotta have sex with you Like, going from the BJ to sex. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, some dudes really like to just fuck. And then some guys just like having, like, you know, being eaten by a woman. Sure, sure. I mean, but, you know, it's like, for me... Sorry, I took it sexual immediately. No, it's okay. We just went right there sucking my dick. (laughs) Yeah, sucking my dick. (laughs) Sucking my dick, dick, dick. I don't know, man. There's been a couple times when a dick goes in your mouth and you immediately regret it. And you can't take it back. Oh your number man. just went up
1: yeah you know i what used to mean? feel like that about sexual partners but then i started doing this whole serial monogamy thing so my numbers only cl- slowly climb you're so you're a serial monogamous now i i it's like i kind of even want to say that but yeah i'm pretty sure that's what it is i said now like you before you were some sort of yeah <laughs> some sort of skank i know but then there's always the whole uh al you are not you should be single for a while yeah the question with that is just like should i i mean i don't know when things are in motion it feels weird to say like stop it does for the sake of just being single yeah because you're like wait this is great but i'm gonna stop it (laughs) just to like be miserable for a second
0: that sounds like somebody just repeating a bad habit like people do that they avoid like getting in a relationship just because they're afraid and so they stop when it's good
1: right i think that's what i do I know, maybe I, that's why I'm I have these, I, you know, I've been, I have that inkling,
0: but don't you think like being a chick and be in doing stand up comedy, is you and I are on the road a lot, and so yeah. you there's you get lonely, right?
1: I will say this, I I don't. I'm not saying I don't get lonely. Right. I really like enjoy being alone. I i don't want to be the girl that's like, I don't know, but ba- I love, I love basketball. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do like being alone, but here's when I, I am willing to say, I don't think I ever let myself be lonely because of what I'm saying I do. Right. So whether it's texting with someone or if that's something ends, I'm already texting with somebody new to have a companionship. You do that? Yeah. Yeah. Text, texting or photos. Like a nice
0: text rollover. Yeah. That's a smart way to do it. I mean, it.
1: I have a joke where I, I say I'm a Tarzan dater. Like yes. before I let go of this stick, I'm swinging. That's such a funny. Dick. I love that joke. So I also I started adding like cause I graduated magna cum laude. Like I don't quit a job before I have another one lined up. <laughs> <laughs> so I know what I'm doing. But I think so. So to answer your question, I don't think I ever let myself get lonely. Even though yeah. I'm alone.
0: Yeah, I mean, it used to be a lot worse for me, but now it's just like. I think being on the road, like, you know, you don't always get to have friends on the road with you. So you have to sort of yeah. figure out how to fill in the time.
1: Yeah, I, I think I like, I mean, now I am curious how you feel about this. Sometimes I will to get you a city, even if I know people there. I almost dread s- getting together. Like, yeah, because, I could see myself small talk. Yeah, I could see myself like going there to the. say where I, for, I, I somehow always picture Arizona, but. Arizona sounds great. Say so I'm going to Arizona for Love shows. Love Arizona. I get to my hotel. I'm going to watch TV until it's already too late. I have to rush to get ready. Then I go to the club, do the shows, and afterwards be like, let's grab a drink. And I'm like, so tired. You know, I got to do this again tomorrow. Yeah. And then I sleep forever, watch TV, <laughs> be like, I should work out, leave like truly 10 minutes to work out, do it, get ready, <laughs> and do it again.
0: I kind of do the same thing. Yeah. I do. I mean, there's some people who I we'll see, but yeah. it's, it's to me like getting together. And I think maybe just cause like you're doing a weekend and you're working. So when you get together and then it almost is a stop in the momentum of the weekend. For yeah. me, it feels like that to hang out with like people who don't do stand up comedy. Yeah. It feels like a, a, a deviation from
1: the weekend. Sometimes I'll have this stress thing too, where I'm like, they're like, let's go, let's do this tomorrow. And you're like, but am I going to be back in time to yes. rush to get ready? Like I always do. Yep. I do the same thing. Like when you to do like, like, let's go do this activity. And I'm always like, I'm stressed, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but then sometimes I will, I would say that people who I don't even like that much or know that. Well, excuse me. I burped. I had ribs, horchata and horchata cake,
0: horchata cake, burp, (laughs) (laughs) In December, <laughs> she tried to feed me some cake. Horchata. Horsata. I didn't. Wait, they're drinking horchata. You're right. It's a it's a milk. That's right. You said it's milk. Cinnamon. Can you never say milky again? Drinking yeah. right in my <laughs> eyes Sorry, like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there. Do you know? Have you been to Jenny's ice cream ever in your life? Or no. Jenny's ice yeah, cream. No. Do you remember? You and I sent. I sent you a photo. Oh wait. Back and forth. I thought we were eating different kinds of Jenny. You what post, was I having? You.
0: I think you Instagrammed that Jenny. I was there. Yes. And I was in an airport that w- that just it, Dispersed little mini Jenny ice creams, and I had tasted it before I saw your
1: your your my, post. My
0: and I was like, "This is the best ice cream I've ever had in my life."
1: It's rich. It is so good and intense. It's well, like there's crack. one on the corner over here.
0: Is that where you sent the photo from? Yeah,
1: it's over here on the corner in Los well, Feliz. Where would, I don't even know what I was saying.
0: Oh, you're talking. Sorry, they yes. have one right
1: now called milkiest chocolate. Oh, don't sorry. I just want to let you know that. God. You know, they closed down twice for Listeria scares, and I just went right back. Listeria. I thought that was like a Phoenix album. Just kill What's you. Listeria? I know. That's you're right. You're right. it like is fucking, That is Is that Modest list-amania. Mouse's
0: album? Listeria. Yeah. Good to sing you, girl. Like a rhino. Like a rhino? I don't know. open. We should take this show on the road.
1: Wow. Do you sing?
0: What's your karaoke song?
1: You know, unfortunately, for a while, it was um, two. One, Kid Rock and cheryl crow's picture. What? I'll put your picture away. Oh, that's a good one. Salt down and cry today. Hey. <laughs> Look at your face. Okay. And then the other one was Evanescence You Never Call Me When You're Sober. Which can you that's a that's a i know it's a taking. beast sometimes yeah you know when you lock into something and then you're in the middle of it and you're like oh no <sighs> I, or th- there's nothing worse to me actually like i did so i was doing shows on my tour this summer and i did a show in wellington new zealand god and that was so amazing it was incredible i was all by myself all, a single woman just, ba- globe oh, shotting, just banging hobbits swinging, swinging the world by its tail <laughs> and i went in did the show at this place Called the Fringe. It was great, it was small, fun venue. And they're like, stay around for karaoke. And honestly, I had a great show. I had a great time. Great show. That's good. It Feeling good. Yeah. Buzzing. And then they're like, stick around for karaoke. And so I did. And I put a song in. And I think they saw their hero fall. <laughs> it, was, it was very embarrassing. I <laughs> I was like, you just I think that. I've undone what I did here and i don't know if i'm welcome back
0: <laughs> no but karaoke can undo
1: everything yeah and you did evanescence there? no i think i did i did kid rock and shall crow and then i agreed to one other one with some other f- girl who was very nice but we just i didn't know it. you didn't have the, the singing chemistry Oh god you know what it was shoop no that would have been great i love shoop what was it oh
0: god ball what to ball bang to bang boogie <laughs> boogie <laughs> the oh, I'm to the boogie boogie. oh no do you know no. how many times you have to say that it's like 17 times it's enough
1: to say i need to leave actually. yeah it's I enough to be like let's cut
0: this to... song in half
1: yeah somebody stop me i love karaoke i, I haven't done it last time i did it
0: actually chris frangela came to the west side we had a, a brunch at like two Mm o'clock that ended at like four he saw my new apartment showed him my new place yeah and then i was like all right i gotta do some work he's like yeah me too and then like he left and then texted me like 20 minutes later he's like i'm downstairs at the bar underneath your apartment and i was like all right round two let's go and then we proceeded to drink until two o'clock in the morning and ended up doing karaoke with some guy in a purple wig at (laughs) sing sing i think it's the name of the place yeah uh, in in on Wilshire, some old karaoke place. I forget the fucking name, but we we did. Uh don't go breaking my heart. I, do, I couldn't do, if I do, tried. Do, or oh my god, two o'clock in the morning, wasted, and people like th- recognizing him from Chelsea lately and shit it was hilarious. It was so ah. funny. Yeah, that's last time I did karaoke.
1: I heard there's another good place in Studio City. I I, I don't know why I brought it up because I can't remember its name, but I hear it's it's fun because you know some places they'll have like the musical theater kids who y- moved yes. here I to beyond Glee and then they kind of just didn't they missed the mark
0: Chris Frangelo told me about this place yeah and they go and it, they're actually <laughs> you're drinking water out of a gallon jug of water are you a heavyweight champion mm-hmm. of the world
1: you gotta, gotta stay, stay hydrated.
0: hydrated yeah he Chris told me about that place too he says that they sing really well like it's just you don't want to do karaoke because of how well it's, it's kind sang. of
1: impressive what, um, very impressive
0: ready yeah. I got something for you a burp yeah (laughs) sorry about that sound so cute was it cute (laughs) yeah it was um i always ask people this question do you think there was a pivotal moment in your life that made you start doing stand-up comedy or an accumulation of moments and then at the third or fourth yeah big moment and not not where you knew you were going to do stand-up comedy i'm talking like in retrospect when you look back Mm -hmm. and you can sort of you know, uh, grab all these yeah. memories and be like, these are the three things that maybe made me
1: want to be a stand up comic.
0: Yeah. Or not even want, but just sort of shaped you into having to be a funny person to deal with shit. Mm. Like for me, my mom kicking my dad out, moving in the neighbor's dad. She moved in with the neighbor. She moved the neighbor's
1: dad in to my house. Sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's She's like, He's gone. We are going to take him for our. Team. Yeah. He- you, she was just shifting dads around in the neighborhood. Uh, yeah, yeah, Slide, interchanging yeah. dads. I was say so there's like dads. one of those, you know,
0: something like that for yeah. you.
1: So, <clears throat> did the other family miss their dad or? Oh yeah, they yeah. shot
0: BB guns into our house. Sure, they shot our house up with BB guns. Yeah, did you retaliate? <laughs> I, but with tears. You know, oh, we, okay. we weren't sure, really sure. like a violent family. We just yeah. receded
1: and cried. Right, <laughs> we retreated inside and, the and cried. The sad part is, like obviously it's because it's that. You, I would assume out of love that she wanted him. So, yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But whatever, shit happens. It, it does happen. Uh, you know, I think, like, you know, sometimes if you grow up without something, like, you don't really know it's gone. Right. Because uh, he never had it. Right. So, you know, I didn't have really much time with my dad at all. It was so early. So, it, so it's not that I don't have, z- I think I kind of have zero memory with my dad um, until the, he came back in my life, which was around six or seven
0: damn he was gone for those are like
1: yeah very very important years yeah. to miss. so i think you know i i think like once you start seeing what you're like you see all the other kids like maybe drawing um photos or like drawing their family or <laughs> the whatever stickers that
0: go on the back of the <laughs> yeah she, does, this was pre those stickers with the, uh, the the drawing of the stickers you know mo
1: welch do you know her mm-hmm. she's a comic no i from don't from chicago no she does this comic Book or this comic called Barely Blair. It's for AfterEllen. dot yeah, com. That's great. And she just started selling sticker, stickers like that. But it's just it's one girl, and it just says "just me" on <laughs> it for your car. <laughs> That's great. Just me. Yeah, because it's like these people and their full families. Well, I was dry, I was riding my bike up Hillhurst whenever uh, "Yes, All Women" was trending. Yeah, and I was riding my bike up, and I look over at this van that has like mom, dad, two kids, and a dog, and I see the van, and it's parked, and, and I. <laughs> And I, I go, you know, I see what's happened and I have to pull over and get a photo of it. I like pull over off my bike, get off my bike, get my phone out because a bird had shit just on the woman. <laughs> I was like, this is my only yes all woman post. <laughs> And it was. I didn't see anything else. As as it's, a woman, it's a metaphor except, for life. Except for just the bird <laughs> shitting on the woman on that family bumper sticker. Or not bumper sticker, window sticker. The
0: stickers, yeah, the decals. So yeah. your your decal was missing a dad. Yeah, so missing a dad. And
1: I still drew him, I think, early on. He had a bald spot. Or he had, like, you know, whatever it is, male pattern baldness. Yeah. So whenever I did draw my dad, I would draw a hole in the top of his head. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Like, that's where the hair wasn't. <laughs> I wonder if other kids did that. I'm sure that's they did. That's really cute. But so I just, I just think I... I think maybe looking around at other kids and stuff, when you see that, that's when you start to feel like, oh, maybe I am missing something. Yeah. And and I will say this too, it almost informed like, oh, I guess maybe I should be sad about this a little bit, although I never really was. I because my so so being the youngest of three girls, and then my mom raised us. She's a music teacher, and she taught piano lessons in our house for extra money, and did choirs on the side too at our church. Wow. Are you musical? Yeah. I mean, despite what everyone's heard so far on this I podcast, would consider that musical but I just mean I can actually kind of sing okay but um she taught she's a pianist at classic what did you just p- excuse me my mom are we, back, my on the, mom's are we back in the dick jokes already yeah. and your mom <laughs> my mom's a pianist but she so so she was such a good piano player my sisters played and then I tried to play she taught Yamaha which you learn how to play piano on a clavinova Yamaha is the brand, but yeah. it's also the school. Like, so she taught Yamaha and you'd go and learn on a Clavinova. Is that easier? Electric keyboard, yeah. I kind of think. Yeah. I think it'd be a little bit easier. Yeah, plastic keys and then, uh, yeah, a little easier. Yeah. And, um, but my first concert, like I never could really get it. And my first concert, you know, all the kids are up on the stage and I just reached over and turned mine off and just like ripped it. I was just like, nah, 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 you know, like pressing the keys. It <laughs> didn't matter because my Clavinova <laughs> was off. My mom was like, well... let's put her in gymnastics
0: your clavicle
1: was off yeah yeah my clavicle my clavinova (laughs) was off so okay maybe clavinova moment yeah uh also cut to many years later my my dad did remarry and his wife liked to party and what kind of party are we talking drugos okay vodka, vodka champagne Oh, wow. And, I like her. Uh, She's I like her style. Yeah. So she took us on a cruise, each one of us, separately when we would graduate from high school. We really didn't have much of a relationship with her. So it's almost like, it's like as if I was like, Jessie Mae, because you know, we know each other, but yeah. it's like me being like, what do you say you come home for Christmas with me? <laughs> and you'd kind of be like, yeah, I bet that wouldn't be bad, but okay. Yeah. I'd be no, like, no, better not. I, I would be like, sure, let's go. Right, right. I, that was a bad example. But, no, I know what you mean though. But yeah, I know so, what you mean. And it was kind of like you're offering or if especially if my place was like in naples or something you kind of be like maybe i should go but i don't know you that well right you're like well, you i'll know. go for the experience right so we're all like okay we'll go on this cruise so you went alone with her yeah just you and her yeah oh man and I mean, how long she'd been married to your dad at that point she, they got married before i saw him again so a while okay but you I mean but you didn't really know know her no i mean it had been 10-ish years how awkward was years. it she just you know she partied and stuff i made so friends you were with wasted? a 30 year old you no she was i think i had a beer or two but yeah, oh yeah definitely she was ripped she w- never like sloppy crazy just definitely drunk so
0: she basically was like i'm gonna take your daughters and, and a true, so i can drink without repercussions for a week yeah do you think she ever went out and flandered a little
1: no we, i she mean ever I, come back I to don't the think that yeah i don't think that because my dad doesn't really drink so there were a couple times we'd be out to dinner when we were visiting where you'd look over and she was definitely at the bar like you know, I joke and say she was cheating on my dad, but she's <laughs> like talking to some guy who's probably buying her a drink. And then we're like,
0: dinner is served. And she's like, man. And she's like to him, you want to come on a cruise? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, oh, on that cruise, I was 18 and I did karaoke. I had made friends with this woman named Diane. Coincidentally, what also Diane? my mom's name is Diane, but Diane Majewski. I still remember Majewski? her. Majewski? That's her name. We st- We emailed for a long time. Oh my God. She was 30 at the time, which was old to me. Right. And... But she was kind and she kind of hung out with me and we right. went and karaoke and I, fu- I won.
0: You won so karaoke? What do you, how do you I win? I won. You won were one of the best I don't karaoke even know. I person? Guess so, Yes, that that's night amazing. I was.
1: And so then I was in the final, the final show <laughs> of the cruise ship in front of 2,000 people. <gasps> Holy shit. But I lip synced. So did you I lip sync? No. So did I lip sync or did I sing? I can't remember. How can but you I was not Britney remember? Spears. I have it on t- VHS somewhere. Actually, my ex boyfriend, my first love, my ex boyfriend, first love, his mom has it on VHS somewhere because she thought it was so funny. She made duplicates. So she has it somewhere. But it's me and a Britney Spears Hit Me Baby One More Time costume. Yeah, I went no, back to the stage and they had that whole outfit in all different sizes, like small B and large kilt. And you got to just try on the kilt that fit you. I'm like pelvic thrusting and humping. It's all on VHS. <laughs> Oh man! I want to see this. We'll find it. I maybe I should. You know, I, I had a brief moment where I was like, "That's gonna need to be my merch." Do you know what I mean? Yes, a photo of you doing that. No, like like here's or a, like dis, the, here's like a hard first, drive and put it in yes. your computer <laughs> or a download. I'm like code. thinking,
0: I'm thinking like a photo of you doing it. And you're like, no, 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 the whole oh, the thing. The whole
1: thing. And Your
0: merch is is interactive. Is that your Is that not your karaoke song anymore? Hit me, no, baby, one more
1: time. It's not. But you're right. It is easy to sing. I mean, she hardly it's, sings.
0: Oh baby, baby, yeah. Very good. What's yours? You didn't tell
1: me. I didn't ask. My karaoke song.
0: Um, <laughs> mine is really emo and hilarious. Alanis sets You to Know. <laughs> uh, that's good. <laughs> like, it's
1: so angry. You, you, not know.
0: know. She's so, with all that hair. I just loved her she hair. Was cool. She I was mean, a rocker. Still cool,
1: but like, yeah. She was a badass. badass. I also loved Lisa Loeb. I got you released on the say? same podcast as her at one point in time. We were never in the same room, but same dual release episode, and it like kind of made my life. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah, I was like, I love that song. In the same tweet as Lisa
0: Loeb. I mean, she was kind of a one hit wonder, but what a fucking one hit. Yeah. That was like the
1: hit. Do you remember Fuente?
0: Yes. Yes. I think that's them. That was one a one day. hit too.
1: Yeah, I love them.
0: But you, you and I bonded over, uh, I've, uh, with a couple of other of my friends as well, uh, 90s hip hop. You yeah. love 90s hip hop.
1: Absolutely.
0: You're like, what do you call yourself?
1: Oh, the Tisha Campbell? The of, white Tisha oh, Campbell. Yeah, I'm a white Tisha That's Campbell. hilarious. Yeah, and then for everybody who doesn't understand it, it's Gina from Martin. Yeah, if you don't understand it, you <laughs> just can't be friends. Yes. one of the greatest shows of the '90s. I said it on Pete Holmes' show, and I uh, and he goes, "I'm sorry, like who's Tisha Campbell?" And I was like, "Gina from Martin." And then Pete he was, Holmes, he didn't know. Oh, of course, he's he is the wonderbread of white. the comedy world.
0: He's <laughs> white. <laughs> My manager's. Um, he sent me a. He he grew up in Agora. Justin grew up in Agora. Which is California. He's Oh, he's a like Agora Hills. Agorah right? Hills, okay. Yeah. okay. And he's so white. Like, Honestly, i see me
1: Angora for a second.
0: I love Angora. Okay. <laughs> um, but Agora. Got it. And uh, he's a very white man. And he tries to get, like, hip-hop on me once in a while, which is hilarious. And he sends me Eminem lyrics. But he's really trying to be, like, hardcore. And I just send him photos of Wonder Bread.
1: <laughs> ah! <laughs> I just send him photos of, like, starched, bleached bread. Did you – now, I, this is like – I'm so late on this, like big time late. Uh, did you see the interview with Eminem's cameo in it? The show, The movie, the interview, Seth yeah. Rogen and J- – and was it James Franken? What was game? his cameo? I was so high when I watched that. Yeah, I mean, I watched it for the first time this past weekend in like Arrowhead. What was – okay, so with what Sam. was his uh, cameo? It was – I'm Eminem he and he's like he's talking he's talking he's like because you know I'm gay and oh
0: that's I, blah, right, that's blah, right. Blah, blah. he just like
1: <laughs> casually comes yeah. out and they're like freaking <laughs> out they're like did Eminem just come out
0: that's did right Eminem just come out on our show that's right he was playing himself on the tv
1: show that's yeah. right and they go into some of his lyrics and he's like what did you mean by this and then he's yeah, like <laughs> yeah. him in the butt that was funny. <laughs> he's like I mean I had sexual intercourse like, yeah he was very funny like, in that he was good
0: um I was just gonna ask you you made me think of something. Wait. Okay, so you're talking about music. Yeah. Do you have any other skills? That's what I want to know. Oh.
1: Um besides stand-up comedy. Besides stand-up comedy. Yeah. I used to be a gymnast. So I'm still pretty flexible and so I can a do some gymnast? gymnast. I can do some gymnastic things still, but I mean very minimal. But like, like what what could stand, you do? Front walk over, back walk over. I can do splits on both legs. Can you still do splits? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can do it. I've right always wanted to
0: learn how to do a split. Do you have to just be naturally j-
1: flexible? Naturally flexible helps. I'm not. That being said, I also now I do the bar method, which is a workout thing. There's right. all different kinds of it. There's like pure bar, the bar, blah blah blah. But right. mine, the kind I do is the bar method, and I like it the most. And uh, over time, that will make you more flexible too. The bar so, me- bar, me- yeah, the bar time, method. Yeah, over time, if you take take those classes, you will increase flexibility. I just want to be able to do a split before I die. Well, then every day, and this is how we did it. In every day. Tr- we, well, how about this? Start Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Actually. Okay. This is because w- I was on the team, like, which is like the team for my, for, for the my gym. That's standing in the street. It was called the tops gymnastics in Dayton, Ohio. And you competed on the weekends. So I was like on the competitive team. I wasn't amazing. I was pretty tall for a gymnast, but, yeah, but you're, you're I athletic. Decent. I was good. Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday we trained and uh, probably each leg sit in right splits as far as you can go down for two minutes, left leg for two minutes and then straddle for two minutes and then two more minutes with your leg up on something like where i have to like brace it like yeah. could it be a like person? It, w- it was a mat <laughs> it could be a person but could it be like a giant a, man. you know a four inch mat or whatever we call them i can't remember all the lingo oh, man i just want to be like that flexible so i can just like look but hotter. that's the thing i'm sure if we all woke up and did like push-ups or sit-ups every morning that I, or maybe you do then it would make a difference but everyone it's hard to get in a routine it is day. hard to get
0: into a routine especially like i mean
1: we're all over the place mm-hmm. all over the place all but all if the- you really genuinely want to do the splits don't even do your left like pick a leg even and then just sit in them as long as you can for two minutes every other day. I'm never gonna be able to do a split. And then slowly you'll, you'll go down further. You think so? Absolutely. You just have to stretch your muscles and stuff.
0: I've been snapchatting people about don't how really it hurt, hurt yourself
1: if you just try to go all the way down though. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I no, I don't want you to see that either. But yeah, I'll do the splits for you later. You will? you you'll want. show me. Yeah. You can totally. Oh, other skills. I I don't know. I can uh, play field hockey pretty well. Is that lacrosse? It's, it's, it always gets paired in that, but honestly, to me, it's very different. Is it with the me, little thing different. on the floor? That it's the, a stick. Yeah, I and mean, I have my stick there with the little ball. It's a wooden stick. One side's flat, one side's curved, and it's a plastic ball, like about this yeah. big.
0: Yeah, that's some real Native American shit, kind of right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if anything, what croquet like though, which is like yeah, it's like white English, America, right? Yeah. Like or English, yeah. Great
0: Britain. Mm-hmm. You, you, where was the place? It was haunted. You're saying you're in a haunted oh, place? Oh yeah, Lake Arrowhead.
1: I stayed at the Tudor house. So Ryan Singer had stayed there before me because he did the show before me. It which It's called American Parlor Songbook. And, uh, yeah, you essentially kind of tell a story or whatever. But that's the gig. And then part of the deal is that you get to stay across the street. For, not for, So the, the place is the Tudor house. And then I stayed in Brackenfern Manor. Bra- See, that sounds haunted. Yeah. And they gave me the bridal suite. <gasps> is that where she died i don't know <laughs> me. you don't believe in God. i didn't investigate because i'm that really scares me Brian, so you must or have seen ryan. i didn't see anything ryan texted me about it we talked on the phone actually about it what did he say there's First another all, horchata burp she just blew a horchata
0: burp out of the side of her face i was teaching sam how to burp your hair your
1: hair blew you just blew blew the burp it's important so if you just burp and look away, it's going to linger and that other person. I appreciate and, that. You know, you have to burp and blow simultaneously. Do you really care about me. I do. <laughs> so Ryan called you. Ryan called. We talked. He has a great story about it. Now it's a new bit, but he was scared. He was told it's haunted.
0: What? What? Is there something scary that happened? I love scary shit. Honestly,
1: no, but he was frightened all night. He like stayed up smoking cigarettes outside his car, outside of the place. He wouldn't he kept stay. hearing things. What would he hear? We need to get him, you need to get him to tell a story because honestly, I don't want to butcher it, but he actually put his recorder on all night because he was trying <gasps> to record what he was hearing. And then... Oh my God, that gave me chills. Now he hurt and his phone died. Then he got even more scared. The, the service was terrible. Yeah. I mean, I remember that. I had to use the Wi-Fi, which the Wi-Fi was fine. So. Yeah. Um, but apparently there was a couple that was there and they were fucking for sure. But But originally he just kind of heard like, you know what I mean? And yeah. And he was told, I think, along the lines, something like, M- nobody's going to be there at So I think that threw him off originally. Right. And it was a it was a couple having sex. It was these two women. And he basically was like... He was
0: haunted by lesbians? Well,
1: at first... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, at first he thought he was haunted, and then he realized it was just hot lesbo sex, but... <laughs> Which can be haunting. Yes. Because you can't be a part of it. <laughs> I think yeah, and then you know, there are just a couple other incidents. We talked to people in the morning after our first night and they said, Did you experience anything haunted? So it's like it's not just it's me saying thing. that, it's a thing. Yeah, they, I came downstairs and they're like, Did you experience feeling it? I was like, No, did you? And like, no, but Jason like I would know Jason. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? I was Joe? like, what the Hell's Jason, like, no, but Jason said he saw a light turn on and off and it's kind of just like all right, I'll tell Jim. I mean, I don't know <laughs> who Jason is.
0: It's like a whole, cu- they think it's like a, yeah. like a whole community of people that are staying there. You're right, but Just we were. Just because you stayed in the same we place. Th- third floor, top floor. It was a, It's almost an old building. Yeah.
1: You, have you ever experienced experience anything paranormal? I want to say, I'm scared to say no because then something's going to happen to me tonight. Um, what, you think <laughs> but so? But not really. <gasps> I don't like being scared. I do not. What about you? You like it a little, obviously. I do like. Well, I have you? I don't know if paranormal? I like
0: <laughs> <laughs> your face. I I don't know if I like being scared, but I do. My father and I always used to watch horror movies together, Mm-mm. and like from a very young age, from like five, six, seven years old. My dad, she, my mom used to scream at him because yeah, he'd have me watch these movies, and we. And still- then she was like, "Get
1: out of the house! I'm getting the new guy the next door." <laughs> Steve's coming in Because you're making our
0: daughter watch Child's Play Uh Um, Yeah, I think I just I love them, But I don't like to be scared Because I still get very scared Yeah But I have, like I have experienced a couple things But I'm not a superstitious person And I'm Hmm. not I don't look for things I'm not trying to see things But I did have this thing I forget what it's called There's a term for it Um, It's similar to Night Terrors But
1: uh, Okay, sleep paralysis sleep paralysis I've had that as a kid yes and it is pure terror it is horrific I used to say the Lord's Prayer to get myself out of it when I was a kid really yeah I mean, because w- we, we didn't grow up super religious or anything, but my stepmom had a planted something in my head that she was taken over by demons at one point in time. Oh Jesus Christ! And then when I moved, when I came back to Ohio, which is where I grew up, she lived in Florida with my dad. Yeah. So I came home. I have that in my head. Then I'd get sleep paralysis, and I was like, "Oh, because I hung around her." It's oh my God! Off on me. Oh God! And I'd be like, "Our father, see, who art even in heaven, just that gives me that name, <laughs> that came to come. They will be done, and I'd just like shake myself out of it. But I was, we're not the only ones who thought that. My no, roommate, it's He was also named Beth. Grew up very very religious much more than you or I like uh speaking in tongues type thing that's how she grew up and she's no longer religious but as a kid she for sure thought it was the devil
0: I mean it's it's a terrifying thing
1: yeah you
0: it i i when i lived in boston i was living with my boyfriend at the time and i was working from like i was working at H&M and i had to get up really early like 7 to 4 was my when shift when you owned H&M
1: yeah when
0: i owned H&M um and i come home and i just crash on the couch And I always, the same dream for, I would say almost three weeks of napping. I was, the sleep paralysis, usually the dream is where you are. So it feels like you're awake Okay. and you kind of, you're in a suspended state of consciousness where you are conscious of where you are, but you are unconscious. Yeah. So it's a weird thing. And in this particular apartment, there was a shadow figure at the edge of the couch every single time fuck and it, uh, you can't wake yourself up yeah it is scary so you just have to like literally find some way to like make wake yourself up so that shit for you know 3 weeks scared the hell out of me yeah and then i like saw something you know you hate talking about shit like this cuz then people just think you're crazy
1: yeah well we're not that like there's Ryan Singer who i mentioned who 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 who, who you think the answer is oh he likes that type of stuff. His answer is actually he doesn't really like that type of right. stuff. Right. But he has a podcast called You, Me and Paranormal You, and he has people on that talk about their experiences. Ooh. So like, yeah. So you could go on and say that, and you, you guys would talk about like we like we. Are I love that. See, I'd like to talk to, to all other out. people
0: who've talked to, who've experienced things because it's like, you because things happen, and then you try to, you try to. Rationalize Rationalize And find some sort of Logical explanation But when it's things That you Don't understand And It becomes a thing Where like What the fuck was that Yeah And I had this one night Where I went to bed, and we had this very small uh, bedroom.
1: Same place in Boston. Same, same place. Which is a city rife with rife history. with history and angry yeah, people, ghosts. angry dead people. Yeah, that were wronged. Yeah, that
0: were wronged. A lot of uh, black people that were treated like shit in mm-hmm. Boston because yep. it's, you know, history of conservative assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was asleep. I wasn't asleep. We were in the bedroom, and he passed out. And the bedroom was pitch black. It always was pitch black, except for this little... This little line of light on the ceiling that came in from the the window behind us. Mm-hmm. Very small bedroom. There was like a foot on one side of his bed, a foot on my side of the bed. Oh wow, that's all that fit. Very wow. small. And so in a dresser and no? a dresser towards the. Yeah, it was a it was like a a long rectangle. Okay, very narrow. And I was wide awake. No drugs, no alcohol in my system. Mm-hmm. Totally stark sober. He passed out, and I'm just like looking at the ceiling. So you're in bed next to in bed next to him. him. I'm looking at the ceiling, and then I just sort of turn over, and I see this like.
1: Ah, i'm scared okay keep going
0: i see this like glow not like a not like a very bright glow but it was an outline of something next to him and and it was so it was very like very soft it wasn't very bright but it was just there and it looked what if i could if i had to if i was in a court and i had to say as best to my knowledge and in my capability of communication what i saw it looked like a woman pointing it looked like a woman pointing over the bed and so i closed my eyes and i freaked fuck. the fuck out and i i was like Literally kind of hail marrying myself like that. What didn't happen? That didn't fucking happen. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that was. You're fine. Your man's right next to you. Everything's cool. You're in a bed. You're in Boston. You're alive. This ghost
1: bitch trying to steal my man. This ghost bitch (laughs)
0: trying to point his shit at midnight. Like, she coming up in here with her little skirt looking cute. Trying to be like, yo, wake your man up. I want to suck his dick. I want to give him a ghost blowjob. I can deep
1: throat with my ghost throat. Comes out the back of her head. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. Okay. So then, what you were like? This so, isn't happening.
0: This isn't happening. And so I closed my eyes and I turned to my side. And then I opened my eyes and there's something on my side. No. Yes. I know this sounds crazy. I know it sounds now, crazy. All-
1: oh, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Because I have a small explanation, perhaps. Okay. Going. Okay. I'm open.
0: I'm always open explanations. And so I looked at my side, and then it looked like. It gives me such fucking chills to say this shit. It looked like a woman mm-hmm. and then it looked like a littler person next to her. Oh fuck. And it looked like a little girl. There's no detail. I'm just telling you what I what I yeah, remember yeah. in my brain and what yeah. I remember from that moment. And it looked like a little girl and I fucking waved. Like I waved at them. Just from like I'm yeah, under yeah. my sheets, freaking out, and I just kinda like waved my fingers like this. Yeah. And it looked like the little fucking girl waved at me and then they were gone. I closed my eyes, opened them, and then they were gone. And everything looked normal. And I punch, I, I punched Randall, my boyfriend. Randy! Randy! Wake up! <laughs> There's your your fucking baby's mom showed up. <laughs> and I'm, like, sweating and, sh- and like, my hair... I, I'm Right now, I have, like, such a reaction to it because it, it's such
1: a visceral memory. What do you think the explanation is? Okay. Well, before that happened, <laughs> I had one. <laughs> now okay maybe maybe a dream maybe it is what it, what it was which was you know paranormal activity mm-hmm. because you waved and something came back you know my thing was not it doesn't totally make sense and i whatever well even what i saw it doesn't just, make sense sometimes our eyes i you know sometimes you try to see really hard in the dark your eye or whatever does interesting things like, right has outlines or especially if you went from light to dark but you were laying there for a while which mm-hmm. kind of almost blows my case out of the water but i adjusted you know what i mean so so that's why i'm saying sometimes the eye in darkness can sometimes you know maybe attach the to the light that was coming through the top of the room right and you kind of create and it kind stuff of came down was garbled but yours is saying your mind is saying it was it was a shape it wasn't just like a beam. it looked like that's 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 you know what it i looked mean like a
0: consistent shape
1: right that's why it's That's why I don't have an explanation really.
0: And and that's like, that's, that's even scarier because nobody can really, and I like, if there was an explanation, I'd be like, cool, I'm not trying to spread ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just relaying what I experienced, which freaks me out. and, And to this day has affected the way I sleep. I bet. Ever since that day, I've, I had like such nervous sleep and I couldn't fall asleep. That's why I always like to ask people if they've had, like, other stuff that's happened to them. Sure. and I'm trying freaky. to... Make, yeah,
1: I, I, I can completely relate to you on the sleep paralysis thing, which doesn't help this particular cause because you experienced no. that too. I I would have the reoccurring dream as a kid from my childhood bedroom that there was a man in the back. Really? Yeah, like a, a man down... Because I second floor of my my room faced the backyard. Yeah. We had a garage backyard and an alley behind us, and there was a man that would kind of come wait for me down that's fucking freaky yeah that's fucking freaky and and it seems so real it seems so real because the dream is where you are the dream is your exact place so that was terrifying for a long time that's horrible a lot of
0: people experience that shit yeah and you're not even on drugs you're like i don't even know if i want to do drugs if this is like what people feel i don't
1: do drugs because have you ever done drugs i don't like feeling out of control i don't either it's not in my nature yeah i've smoked weed i drink um i like i, I like used, booze yeah i used to smoke cigarettes when i drank sometimes but like yeah i don't i don't do drugs that w- that kind of make me mind altering things i don't just because well i guess you call it i'm a wuss but yeah i just i don't like feeling out of control and i'm scared of what will happen i also remember in high school watching a video and psychology class where they're like this woman was fine until she was 27 and then had a mental break and they're like could have been induced by drugs could have been. and i'm sure they're like that is probably some strange propaganda to like don't do drugs yeah that are psychedelics. totally but this woman went from fine to fuck to a schizophrenic bitch. and that's i was like that's I would really rather not have that happen in my life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Drugs can turn... Drugs literally make you take a hard right. I have a friend, who who's experiencing that right now with a loved one. Ugh. Where they, you know, they grew up with this person and then they think it has somewhat to do with drugs. Nothing, like, crazy hard forever, but, like, they experiment with drugs over a period of time. But this is a young person about that age, 27. Oh, damn. And so they're going through that with their loved one, and it's like, what do you do? That person's fucking... It, and it's hard. You have to, like, get it. That's the real thing. You have thing. to get
0: it at the right time before it starts to go way deep then, where you can't where control they, it. And then They it's can't gone. live then in society. Gone. They can't no. function. No.
1: So then it's like a home situation where they can still continue to live their life out, but, yeah. it's, it's, and, it's and, you know, someone other another one of our family friends says this is a, a, another case of the similar thing. That's crazy. You know, where to say what those people are experiencing, lay people will be like, well, they don't see that. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's like, well, they do see yeah. that. Those things or whatever they're saying. Yeah. So I'm I'm understanding of that. I'm not, you know, it's, the way I see it is like, how could you not be understanding of that? They're yeah. telling you what they're seeing. Yeah. They're not, I mean, when they're making up for attention, they can't keep a job. Right. Like, I, I don't know. So that's tough. Yeah. So so that's why I so never did drugs in high school then. Yeah. I think like, yeah, we did this festival, this comedy festival there it provided us with weed and mushrooms and I tried the tiniest bit of mushrooms, um, on the beach in Maui. And so I can't tell if I was enjoying it so much because I was on mushrooms or if I was in Maui watching the sunset. Did you have
0: any sort of like, I
1: just felt great. Yeah. See, I never so no, done mushrooms. Noth- yeah. Nothing. I wasn't seeing anything. I just felt great. That's so a, you would be have good been a spokesperson for mushrooms. I feel great. Yeah. Get some. <laughs> could have been, could have been life. Could have been the <laughs> shroom. Do, you, ever, do so you perform drunk?
0: Oh, wait, I can't. I just answered my own question. Cause I saw you when I met you. Yeah. When we, in Chicago, do we get drunk? Oh my God. You were so funny. We, that show we went to afterwards. What was that little show in oh, the back? Yeah. What's that show? Parlor car, parlor car. And, and I you, when you can, You're a good, you're such a great sport. Why?
1: Because not everybody would come out and hang. Oh, yeah. Well, I, def-
0: I wanted yeah, to because yeah. I was like excited that I knew of you, yeah. but I got to meet you and, and yeah. work together. Um, you were so drunk. on Do you remember sure. how I drunk do. you were? I
1: told them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for giving me your butt. <laughs> She's whispering into the microphone. And then I was like, oh, yeah, you didn't put it in my butt. <laughs> Newsflash <laughs> wasn't my butt. <laughs> That's right. You told oh. that story. You told I the story just, on stage. First and last time. That's because I was drunk. She got drunk and told a, a story a, about someone who thought they put their penis in my butt, but they didn't. Yeah. She told a story about. <laughs> How do you not know? I know. Well, they were like, thanks for giving me your butt. And I just was like, I just lie of omission. I was like, "Hmm." I didn't say mm-hmm. I think I was just silent or whatever. He really thought he put it in your butt. Yeah. I'm like, that's why I, that's just goes to show me, which is like, if you can't tell, what are you doing back yeah, wh- there? What are you doing? Like, is this your first time? Right, right. That's what I'm saying. If you can't tell, well, then why do you need to do it at all? It's because it's <laughs> a power thing. It is a power thing. The and usually is a people power that thing. are like borderline have tendencies towards. I think I, I've talked with other women about this. Usually, men who I'm mean, not every man that likes butt sex. Some men, but allegedly, yeah. From other women I've spoken to, some of the men that do like butt sex are usually abusive in some way
0: yeah they they tend to have they some of them allegedly mm-hmm. can possibly mm-hmm. not be all. complete not every single one
1: no a few there's like two of them yeah i know a really good man that was like man, no, i'd try it but you know
0: yeah they're not this last one but some of them are total fucking
1: power trip cunt mm-hmm. horse right exactly it's not everyone thing, not everybody but most but maybe if you are listening and that's you it's every single guy call a therapist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't yeah the, the whole power thing it's like yeah
1: I mean, and to some extent you can you can understand like if you're into certain things sexually it's like you can find that other ways you know like yeah. a tying up situation or a, or a, or a whatever just read gray's
0: yeah Anatomy. and obviously it's the wo-
1: ultimately the woman's choice clearly yeah to participate in that activity. please don't just try don't just you shove anything
0: ask. in there. You have to ask. It's a privilege, not a right. I always say the 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 bum hole is a privilege and it's not a right. Absolutely. And two in the pink, one in the stink. I have this new thing that I'm working out on stage. How did we let none that in the happen. stink. Yeah. None in the stink. It's yeah. called stink for a reason. <laughs> Get your pink out of the stink. <laughs> yeah. You don't belong there. No. What are you doing? Yeah. None in the stink. I'm gonna I'm gonna implode. Because you're plugging my holes and you're moving, so the air is going to be sucked in and I'm going to implode into a black
1: hole. I'm going to be gone. <laughs> you just kiss them and plug their nose up, and they're like, How do you like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you like all the air being blown into your orifices, you <laughs> asshole? Do you see how it doesn't
0: work? <laughs> Physiologically speaking, doesn't two, work. Who let
1: that happen? Who let the two in the pink one in the stink happen? Some It's a shocker. It was a wrestler. Porn, huh? Some porn star. Oh, it was a porn
0: thing. I, it's got to be a porn thing. I thought it was a wrestler is I it used to watch some wrestling as a kid it might be
1: too it's the shocker it's shock shocker it's called, but it feels like a wrestling thing that happened i don't know it feels
0: like hand-to-hand hand hand combat thing? this could be hand-to-hand combat <laughs> too and this is just a, a like a <laughs> tai chi move Yay. um oh, whatever yeah and you have your i love that you have a mr t doll
1: oh yeah that was given to me by an ex-boyfriend a lovely man that's a great um, gift yeah he got it to me for got gave it to me for christmas that's really sweet. And I got Michael Jordan from Space Jam holding my mail key. <laughs> you
0: have Michael Jordan. Uh, uh, you have a little statue of Michael Jordan holding your mail key. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh power
1: tripped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone would, I, I, a lot of people's reaction would be like, rightfully so. <laughs> He yeah. was the best at that sport. Yeah, well, he was so he was great. Allowed to do whatever he wants. He could do he could do whatever the fuck he wants. Apparently, we want do say that. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, excel. Same with Cosby's. Oh man, Isn't if you're the best, crazy? you're allowed to do whatever you want. Did that break your heart a little bit? No, it, it didn't. didn't. I mean, for the women, of course. Uh, but yeah, I think. Were you never like a huge Cosby fan? Do you doubt any of it? I don't doubt any of it. Yeah, uh, I thought it was. You know, th- I haven't seen enough coverage of it for me to really. I mean. It, you don't have to see much. Not, I don't mean to form an opinion. They, there's no opinion. It, it's it's he took, what wasn't his, for, from many 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 women. Yes, I mean the the, yeah the Time magazine cover was very telling with all the women on there. It really was the way they laid that out. Was yeah, like, Ooh, it was powerful. God. But yeah, I think you know when you like we talked about this earlier. It's like, who who cares about the count? counter arguments it happened you know the women aren't seeking money they're, they're not, not seeking, seeking money they're not
0: seeking fame it happened that's like the whole thing is like oh these are gold digging bitches no they're not they're yeah not. they're not digging it takes for gold. A, sometimes
1: the yeah power in numbers it's
0: power in numbers it, and it's scary to come out for that shit it is it's and scary. when you go through
1: something like that or any sort of abuse situation you go through a lot of things yeah you're like well, I'm just going to move on. It didn't happen.
0: Right, because it's not socially acceptable to, to talk. You yeah. feel the society has created this sort of reaction to it where you don't feel safe explaining what happened. Yeah. You don't feel safe divulging that sort of situation. No,
1: you'd rather just move on you'd rather for so just many move people. On. And then, of course, then it's like, okay, well, you should have told us right away because now we don't have any evidence. And it's like, oh, God. We yeah. don't want to relive it. One Australia was great for a lot of reasons, but I learned you know, things along the way. And... One of the laws they have in Australia is is if you're raped, you you come in, you testify, it's on um, camera, and you never have to talk about it again. They play that test in court. Wow. So you do not have to go back into court and testify, looking nice, dressed up, putting on a, some sort of face. They play the video from that night.
0: That is... Um, that's... I can't
1: even. That makes me speechless. Yeah, that's how so smart they. They got a lot of things figured out. That's really smart,
0: and that's the way it should be. Because like any other testimony after that, it, even your own testimony would be. Well, that's effective what I'm saying. I changed. start changing
1: myself. Like you get out of a relationship, you stop remembering all the bad things. You yeah. start missing that person. You're like, yeah, they really were that great. Yeah. And then you know you you sugarcoat your memories. Y- yeah. You
0: change everything. There's no way to remember details. I mm-hmm. mean, like my ghost night. I'm sure there's some shit that I left out. Yeah. It really was just she a was woman. looking an ice cream. Cone. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a woman I let in the house. Yeah. It was a homeless woman and <laughs> <in> her child <laughs> that I was taking care of.
1: <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So that's another smart thing that they do.
0: That, But that's, I mean, the, the whole Cosby thing is just, I know everyone's talked about it so many times, but I don't know. I just, I wish this motherfucker would come out and say something.
1: Just have some balls. Because was, you know, if I'm not mistaken, there was one interview or something that came out.
0: Podcast guys tried to start. It was either a podcast really? or a radio. Sh- I swear it was, swear a radio it was like a Kirk
1: type character that did ha- get an interview with him i need to I need maybe because yeah. i don't want to i don't want to ignorantly speak it might it might have been a little bit more high profile of an interview. i thought he did an interview and, and she said to me like did you this or that and he responded it was just you know garbage it was like nonsensical yeah crazy him playing senile yes yeah he's that he, he's a smart man he is smart he's a very smart man he it has come out though that he's admitted to it now has it really? I thought uh, maybe he's, he's alluded to. it. We have
0: to, yeah. We can't make any opinion, but we have yeah. to look into that. But yeah. th- and that's a crazy the thing. The youngest like was a
1: fifteen-year-old now. That, that that was the most recent news someone told me. Oh wow. Yeah, and then it, people were kind of like, "I wonder if his wife knew." Camille. I know. I said Camille too, but that's this. That's is that her real name too? Yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I thought it was just on the show. It. it no, I it, think Camille was there. Is his real? Isn't it? Oh, I don't know. We really got to
0: do some education with right. ourselves. We
1: sound dumb. but Yes and no, because it's all over the media, and there's it's really black and white. He did that many years ago, yeah. and now we're just figuring out if anything's going to happen. But I just
0: think it's, like, crazy that he really doesn't... Even though his career is somewhat over, because he had to cancel a lot of shit, it's still, like... It yeah. just becomes... You know, I do
1: wonder how much money he has. Uh, I bet it's a ton. It's I mean, I saw in Vegas money. years ago because an ex-boyfriend really liked him and wanted to go. I'm just saying... I'm not saying I'm denying that I ever liked Cosby. I'm just saying, like... He was he's like, not. let's go to Cosby. I was like, yeah, we should do that. Right. And so we paid, I'm sure, a good amount of money for whatever those tickets were. Yeah. So I think he's... My point is, if he's you're touring well. at 80 or whatever, you have... He's probably got fine he's on He's got money. bank. Yeah. But he was making... He's kind, he's kind then, of making syndication off of... Yeah, I wonder how long that goes.
0: Cosby, I mean, that show still runs. Are they, a lot of sh- a lot of networks dropped. TV Land dropped it. Yeah. And I think one other network dropped. Judd Apatow,
1: runs. I mean, first of all, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey had called him out years before Hannibal did. Yes. But no one really listened. Mm-mm. And Shocker. And Judd Apatow <laughs> made a joke about it on his Fallon set. It was Fallon, right? Yeah. His late night set, Judd Apatow. Yes. He said, you know, if his wife knew or found out, His joke, essentially, and I don't want to butcher it, was just that Bill Cosby would look at his wife and be like, do you like your life? (laughs) Do you like your life? (laughs) And, you know, and then that would be the end of it.
0: (laughs) And then she shuts up real quick. Mm -hmm. Do you like your life? What would you do if you didn't do comedy?
1: I heard for so many years from other comics, like, you do comedy if it's the only thing that you can do, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of like, I don't feel like that. I feel like there's other things I could do. But the further you get into it, the less probable that becomes. Yes. Your skills dwindle.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they take a back seat for sure.
1: Yeah. Now I can serve a table. I can. I always thought I would. I could move back home and be a pet groomer. But it's more difficult (laughs) than I think. (laughs) Pet grooming is very difficult. very difficult. I can't even groom Fozzie. He's five pounds. You know, in fact, I had an accident as a child, which is why I have these scars across my fingers. I just try to cut my dog's hair, and it just and you cut your knuckles, fingal- f- your fingles. <laughs> is that the name of your dog? Wills was his name. Mister Fingles, Fingles. Yeah, I, I love it when fingers. kids say that. Can I have peanut butter? Get under the covels with me.
0: The R's they can't pronounce their R's. Yeah. What about when grown ass men say that? It's upsetting. <laughs>
1: You really make me laugh. You really make me laugh. You'd I, be a pet groomer for real? I, you know, I'm telling you though, I, th- I don't think I could actually do it. I think it's more difficult than I think. And I think it would be really grating after a while.
0: I think we could be professional video hoes. You can dance, can't you?
1: Yeah. I guess we could do that.
0: Have you always kind of wanted to be a video
1: ho? Yeah. Are you just a, a placating to me? No. I think just like a lot of stand-up comic men wish they were rock stars. A lot of rock stars wish they were stand-up comics yeah. as we've seen in of our course. lifetime. The John Mayers, the most recent, most deaf. I can't stand his face. Most deaf. Yeah, they had an article that was like, most deaf try- does stand-up for the first time in Montreal or Toronto or something like that. And another comment posted like, does stand-up means talking to a mic without having a show? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. them at least. I
0: was having this conversation uh, with Rogan actually. Last night the store, we were talking about how so many bi- – I think stand-up comedy is one of the only careers that – people who aren't doing it look at it and think they could nail it
1: and then on the other i agree with you completely but then on the flip side of it think that it's the bravest thing in the world yes so so those two things exist yeah. consistently yeah simultaneously, it's, simultaneously it's the whole, you're yes. the bravest how could you do that most terrifying thing in my life and i, I can do, do it which is very characteristic of a, of a stand-up audience Whereas it is. if you go to an improv show, it's like, oh, let's see what they're going to come up with. Right.
0: Because it's, play. it's spontaneous. Yeah.
1: Whereas standups like this person thinks they're funny enough to get up in front of us. Yeah. Make, make, they think they're special enough. Yep. So that is the sort of arms crossed. Like, let's see what you can do.
0: Don't you think it also is that way too? Because standup comedy the I think the mechanics of it are sort of hidden because mm-hmm. you can't really a good stand up comedian. You can't really tell if they're not, if, if they don't know what they're doing. You think
1: you think uh, not that they don't know what comic, they're doing. It's harder to tell if they don't know what they're doing. You I think, think it, I
0: think with stand up comedy it's harder to see the cracks in it because so much of it is internalized. OK. Do you know what I mean? Like as far as like performing and all I do that, see what you're saying even though we bomb in front of yeah. audiences. But I think bombing is such a a smaller fraction to the whole picture of what goes well, into the think art. Think about it.
1: me as a twenty-two-year-old. People dying laughing. I have a video of me, like real fat, telling jokes, like real confident. It's upsetting to watch. and right. Embarrassing. And people were laughing, and I'm like, "Oh, I've said nothing funny." You know. And I'm not even being harsh. I mean, it's. It's bad. It's bad. And so. Yeah, that's upsetting. Yeah. Because I, I kind of, it just goes to show like how I think it's kind of precious, but really they'll laugh <laughs> at anything. <laughs> You know, like, I think it's precious or some sort of art form. And it's like, I mean, no, they're laughing at that. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think I've formulated this perfect joke. (laughs) Oh, man. But you're I guess you're right. I will say as of late, it bothers me. Not bothers me, but it's harder and harder for me to watch. um, A comic put on a put on bravado. It's it's as in like, yeah, an, an, an inexperienced novice comic put on bravado like they know it and i know i'm wrong right now because that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to go out and be confident and own it so i'm wrong uh, but it's uncomfortable you're wrong. for me to you're watch. Being,
0: i don't think it's wrong or right i think it definitely is something it's almost like every comic does that but it's it's very uncomfortable because it, yeah. but you i think here's the thing here's what i like sort of you're sort of like making my point because it does exist on both ends where it's like uh you know some people think they can do it and other people are like it's so brave with that bravado thing you n- recognize a bravado because you've come out of it yeah and you're looking back you're right you know what i mean yeah. younger comics yeah and I'm, I'm not saying i'm you know we're like, like these crazy no. seasoned but you know right, 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 there's right. there's milestones in the career yes but you you see that looking back you're like oh you're right. You're right. You, it's blind I, confidence. I've seen,
1: I've seen young uh, a young woman open for me, um, and I watched her and enjoyed her, and I saw her tell jokes that I've told when I was her age, and not, and it clearly I am not alluding to stealing. Yeah, I'm no, saying, you're saying the, the material, things, yes. tr- you know, retread, right? Because that's the, that's where you are in your life, yes, not verbatim. Airplanes, but yeah,
0: you talk about yeah, you know. So yeah, I the guess you're right. Crazy. Watching
1: that, it makes me maybe kind of cringe thinking about maybe how I used to be. I think about that from like last week. Sure, I mean my album from three years ago. I'm like, nah. you know, I, I'm not saying I hate it. Yeah, but it's just it's such an evolving thing and it evolves so fast. I also learned a lot. It's like I learned a lot when I did with that. I was just like, I was yeah, I, whatever. I didn't own it like I should have.
0: Yeah, yeah but it's just it's a process, and you know you just get better the more you yeah. do it. Um, I want to ask you one thing before we get out of here. I'm ready. Who is your
1: <laughs> your face kills me? <laughs> Who's your Hollywood crush? Oh shit! That's one thing I always like to know. I mean, in my head, right away popped uh, Christian Bale, just because I loved That's him a as a kid. One. You know, Newsies was something I watched and rewatched, like hump the couch about. You know. <laughs> that was my it, it, uh, him and tom cruise were my first crushes tom cruise? i mean tom's completely uh, out of a, this yeah, yeah. picture now for me really oh absolutely you don't like crazy tom cruise after i mean i i surpassed him in height after third grade you know what i mean wow you were over him in third grade and height wise i was taller than him at that time oh yeah you are tall so i think i really liked him in like far and away when he was still with nicole kidman that was a great
0: movie. Uh-huh. It was a fantastic movie.
1: Her hair was so beautiful. It was she had so good. Her regular face. Yeah, so good. It was really good. But Christian Bale and Newsies and pretty much everything else he's been in since he doesn't disappoint. He's damn good. And then Ryan Gosling, I love. I mean, The Notebook for me was formative in that in those years where you're like longing for what you f- thought was lost love or unrequited love when really you're just like I mean, get a life. But you're like love isn't real. Yeah. So The Notebook, I remember just being like. God, the notebook still, man. That bo- that movie and the book. I mean, when he when they're laying on the ground after they reunited and had. Sex oh and my God! Like, with the, the the fire pancakes, banana, or is like pancakes, and he's like talking about breakfast. And yeah. I'm like, oh, oh my God! God.
0: <laughs> Who else really gets? Me he's going? all sweaty. That was such a hot scene. I mean, Bradley
1: Cooper and Silver Linings Playbook. You
0: gotta stay away from Bradley Cooper, though. Really? Yeah, you gotta stay away. Is he bad? No, because I want him. Oh, get it. I get (laughs) it. Girl, you can't. I'm not sharing
1: him. I love his profile. I like that big nose of his. He's great. I mean, I loved him. I've loved him in so many things. He's great. He really is great. What was he nominated? No, American Sniper for Tony, but he was in Elephant Man. Oh, that's right. On Broadway. I never saw it. I
0: think he just got off of it. We didn't see it.
1: No, but we should have. We should
0: have gone there and just worn like MILF outfits. Yeah. You know, where moms show up and they're just trying to like... We should have brought out like a bouquet of carnations. <laughs> well, since we're on the tub- subject of crushes, I saw my crush, Stamos, on Broadway.
1: How, you, I feel like that's, that's like reachable for you.
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, right? Now, you especially did, now after rehab. Oh,
1: uh, Nikki Glazer posted the other day. She found some restaurant or wherever she was on the road. It said pre-Stamos. And she's like, what I call my life right now, <laughs> pre-stamos. but it was one word, Prestamos yeah. or Prestamos. Right. Or whatever. That's funny. Yeah. It made me laugh.
0: I saw him on Broadway and there was just a bunch of old ladies there with their cleavage and frosted Ooh. lips.
1: Like, like Uncle we, Jesse. Oh, he did some Glee appearances. I, I, I've actually brought up yeah. Glee now twice, but I don't know why. I, don't, he was I only on watched Glee. the first season like or something. seven episodes,
0: but he was on Bye Bye Birdie on Broadway. Really? And my best friend took me there. I got wasted so off the of champagne. I saw him on Broadway. Third row. And? We made eye contact. Oh, shit. I said something Greek to him in the receiving line after. What? Yeah. I said some Greek shit to him and he was like, do you, are you Greek? And I was like, no, I'm just, I just want to say something. Great. And then what did he say? And then he's like, oh, okay, great. And then I kept walking Damn <laughs> it. and then he got into the limo with two 19 year olds. That's
1: when you like sprayed his face with Windex. What was that? <laughs> my big favorite wedding? Yeah. Oh, you know, it's tough to watch heroes fall. It is. Um, just the way people watched you fall in New Zealand. Yep. Yeah, after, to, uh, yeah. Evanescence or no, Boba to Bada bang to bang diggy. <laughs> Oh, God. Ball with the
0: ball, ball with the the bang, the bang, the bang, bang diggy, 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 diggy said the buggy, said mm. chuck the buggy.
1: Where can um people find you? This is probably going to go. Fix my up. website. I think it's sweetbeth.com again. Sweetbeth.com. What happened? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, somebody had built it for me years ago as a yeah. gift, and um, I just, whatever. I just, said, then then I made a squarespace because I needed to update it. I didn't want to keep bothering them. Yeah. And then they found out, and they were, you know, because the, it would have been helpful, but whatever. It's annoying. My yeah. point hit is they can sweet find at or just on twitter at beth stelling and then i have the links there and where are you going to be performing with like next month anywhere can i see you live yeah well cool thing is definitely i have live dates next month all over i guess was it september yeah september anywhere you can think Perhaps. of september 15th this will be good yeah is my album recording in chicago perfect at beat kitchen yes and then october 10th my comedy central half hour comes out
0: perfect that you recorded you in taped Boston. last month was mm-hmm. it yeah. june well Boston. people need to find you cause where are they going to find you? in their closet in their closets <laughs> reenacting my ho- with my little my, girl my, my ghost story <laughs> <laughs> it was just me just kidding role play <laughs> <laughs> it was et when he dresses up like a little woman yeah yeah, yeah. they'll e. find me look in your closet i'll be in there haunting you with a child that i picked from whole foods yeah so, thanks for talking with me, Sweet Beth. Oh yeah, thanks for having sweet me, Sweet Beth. That's like a sweet Melissa.
1: <laughs> oh baby, baby, how was I supposed? How are we supposed Keep do it. Keep to it. go? Go. If something wasn't right. right. Oh baby, baby, I shouldn't have let you, you go. go. But now, Simon, show, show, me now. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> show me how you want it to be. Tell My me, girl, baby, Beth, cause I need to know now. Oh, because.
0: Bye, twat. Show me how you want it to be. My girl, Beth the Star Stelling. <laughs> that that's my girl that's my boo thing um how much fun how much fun is everyone having uh uh next week on the podcast I'm going to be interviewing um Ashley Campuzano Campuzano I think I'm saying her last name right Ashley Campuzano she is she plays Tiffany on East Los High, which is a show available on Hulu that's getting a lot of buzz. She is a cute, cute Mexican-American actress, former Miss Teen California from 2008. So she's a busy girl. She's a busy girl. And I want to ask her all about the um, being a part of a beauty pageant and what is what. What is involved with that? The process leading up to it? What's it like afterwards? and the truth? I want to know if this girl will divulge some of the truth behind this, but th- th- these girls really can't get into it duty because you know the the Miss universe and the Miss America, people really get their claws in to people that you that's right. I said it. You guys gonna come after me again. What more can you do to me? You already made me get rid of my tour name. So she's on the podcast next week. Uh, Ashley Campuzano from Hulu's, I think it's Hulu's original show, East Los High, so she'll be on the podcast next week. Um, I am going to answer some absurd questions from you guys. I do this every week, so I usually post on Sunday, sometimes Monday. I posted today to get some questions in for me to answer on the podcast. I like to stay in touch with you crazy maniacs. Um, First question is from my sister. (laughs) Who is your favorite sister? How funny is that? that I'm talking about all my sisters that I have. And I had two stepsisters from my mom's second or third marriage. I, it's her th- yeah, t- After my dad, she got married again, and he had two daughters. So at one point in my life, I had 47 sisters. Um, Emily Peluso, who was your favorite sister? I'm my favorite sister. How about that? Okay, and the second question from Linda Kalbus, who was your prettiest aunt? Lin- my aunt Linda posted after this. <laughs> I got to say, my Aunt Linda is killing it. She is a distinguished woman. She looks good. Uh, I see you, Aunt Linda. Um, Aaron Cantu, who has asked me questions before, when are you guest starring on At Midnight again? Actually, I just spoke to my manager about this, so soon. I miss it, too. You miss me on there. I appreciate it. I miss the show. At Midnight on Comedy Central. You guys have to check it out with the infamous Chris Hardwick. Um... Dave Colhan, why is Orgasmo such a great movie? I haven't seen it, and judging by the name, I probably won't because I have a good idea of what it is. I could be wrong. Maybe it's like this great science fiction movie about an orgasm that saves the earth, like this powerful orgasm that a woman has that saves the earth from an imminent meteor blast. Maybe that's what the movie is. That's actually a good idea for a movie. I mean, it doesn't have to be a porno. It could just be, like, pure science fiction mixed with, like, a little bit of sexiness. You know, kind of like, I don't know, Fifty Shades of Grey meets Solaris. Just let it settle. (laughs) Meets Interstellar. Is that where something was going to smash into the earth? I, I mean, whatever. You guys can paint the rest of the picture. Tracy Jones asks, weed or liquor? You know... I boozed a lot in my life, you know, uh, I probably have told you guys, I was in a bar when I was 13, uh, my, my, in my bloodline, our bodies are made to metabolize liquor, but I have to say, I like weed, I enjoy a little bit of a joint once in a while, it depends on the, the the type of weed, some weed makes me bug the F out, Other, I just like a nice, mellow, chill weed, and then other times, I like a weed that motivates me mentally, so I can think of some crazy ideas, so... Yeah, there's your answer, Tracy. Are you going to take me out and have some fun? Mario Renteria. 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 It sounds like someplace where you go and rent a bunch of stuff, like a store that sells shit that you rent. Renteria. Um, Bleached butthole update. I have to say, at some point, the bleaching plateaus, and it's not like your teeth where they get bright, bright white, and you smile, and everyone's like, oh my god, Dick Clark. It's When you see my butthole smile, you don't think Dick Clark, but you do think, here's a girl who takes care of herself. So there's your update, all right? Ray Vigil, who is my boy at Silverado uh, Vineyard in Napa, he says, I don't want no stinking necklace. (laughs) If you guys have a chance to go to Napa, go to Silverado, request request Ray, and drive him nuts. Um, Nicholas Steinbeck, when are you bringing your show to Florida? I don't, that's a good question. Um, uh, Carly and I played the Tampa improv a couple years ago, uh, last year. Was it last? Not this past year, year before. I think it was a year before. Um, so I don't know when I'm going to come back to Florida. That's a good question. Nicholas, just keep checking back at jessymay.com. I'm sure I'll get out there at some point. If not to do a show, it'll be to dry hump. Um, Pluto. That was my boy. I loved me some Pluto or goofy. Oh, I'm going to get up in there. Yes. Susan Rector, Caparina, When are you going to be on Girl Code again? Um, Susan, a lot of people have asked me this question and I appreciate you missing me. If you listen to the farts episode of my podcast, I believe it's episode number seven with Laura Murphy. I explain why I wasn't on Girl Code. So check that out. Natalie Sliger Cloud. Sliger Cloud? That sounds like a fake Native American name. That sounds like a white girl trying to sound like a Native American. Natalie Sliger Cloud. Cloud's such a good name, though. If that's your last name, bra- bravo for you. She wants a crazy neighbor update. Well, honestly, I know I told you guys I'm whispering because my doors are wide open. Um, I I think I might have told you guys the apartment I lived in last year, they were just fucking, 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 fucking so loud. Like it it sounded just very dramatic and very theatrical, almost like it was a contrived noise that the girl was making just to, I don't, she might've been paid for it, but in this new apartment, there is people who like to fuck loudly and it's like Melrose place here. Our courtyards, you know, is very tropical, but the noises reverberate off of these stone walls, I wish that apartment buildings, apartment complexes, when they build apartments, they also consider the fact that noise travels and some of the noise isn't noise that we really want to hear. So maybe they can put up some soundproofing on the walls and the exterior to absorb some of those fucking noises. Um, not like just fucking noises, like the fucking noises, like when you fuck actually fuck. But I haven't heard any of that lately. The hilarious part, I haven't heard any fucking noises, have heard a new baby crying. There's a newborn baby crying and that's the new noise that has replaced the fucking. Oh, the circle of life is happening all around me. So basically the people who were fucking made a baby and now they're not fucking anymore and they're just taking care of the baby. So Emily, I'm sorry, but I'm never going to have a kid. If I stop having sex, oh God, what's the point of life? Um, So that's my neighbor update. Jason Newland asks, at what di- at what age did you know you were a comedian? I have to say that from... As far back as I can remember. I didn't know I was a comedian, but I knew I was funny. I didn't really know I was funny. It's just the way I communicated. So I think since forever, since I can remember. You ask my mom, she'll say the same thing. My dad will say the same thing. So I guess since forever. Um, Hal Spencer, I see you like campy horror movies like Zombievers, but you also like the creepy, disturbing Sleep at the Lights on horror as well. What about foreign horror movies with subtitles? I do. You know... I love horror movies. It's a thing. And I know I haven't talked about any new horror movies lately, and I apologize, but I have to really look into my list of movies that I've already listed for you guys. And I have to think about some new ones because I know there's some good ones out there. And I actually was listening to the Nerdist podcast episode with John Cusack, who's one of my favorite actors. He was talking about a Japanese film and... Hal, you were asking me about horror, uh, foreign horror, which is one of my favorite genres. I hate the word genre so much, but to describe this type of movie, foreign ho- horror is one of my favorite, In Audition, John Cusack recommended Audition, so I might watch that. I think it's a Japanese film. I don't mind reading my movies, you know? My mother was a teacher, and even though I didn't go to college, I'm an educated person. I like words, FYI, okay? I like romance and words. Um, But I do. The Norwegians have a great, have a few really great movies. I think Rare Exports is a Norwegian film. Troll Hunter, I've mentioned these before, is a Norwegian film. Let the Right One In is a Swedish film, all subtitled. Those movies I recommend. Um, Bobby Jack, what's your type of guy to date? Somebody with a hair. A hair? I meant to say a job. I was thinking of a hairy man. (laughs) I meant to say someone with a job, and I said someone with a hair. Just one hair. One strategically placed hair. Um, I like to, you know, my type before was a guy who was an asshole, and my type now is still an asshole. I just want a sweet asshole. Like, not even really an asshole. Let's move on from that in our lives, ladies. But I want, like, you know, a, a gentle lumberjack. You know, like a manly man, but he's tender. I want like a big son of a bit, a big hairy son of a bitch that's tender. I think Harry from Harry and the Hendersons is my main match. <laughs> oh, oh God. Okay, so if you guys have been following me, I have started Jesse May's giveaway. Uh, I partnered up with a couple of my favorite brands, and they've been nice enough to to give me products. To give away on my podcast as a little thank you for you guys listening and tuning in every week. I do this for free and I just want to give back as much as I can to you guys. I'm fortunate enough to do a career where people send me shit and I have enough shit. I'm actually downsizing all of my stuff, but I um, teamed up with a few companies. In this particular podcast giveaway, I decided to team up with The Urban Smith, which is a jewelry company out of San Francisco who have been very generous to me in sending me products. And I actually, I wear one of the necklaces all the time and they do custom nameplates, rings, it, just really cool, edgy, fun stuff. And the possibilities are limitless. Whatever you want to put on a necklace, literally this chick will make it for you. So we teamed up together and the first necklace, she sent me four. That's how nice she is. She sent me four necklaces to donate to my podcast giveaway for you guys. And the first one up that I'm going to give away is the badass nameplate. And what what I did was I had a Instagram post of a, p- a picture of me holding a mac and cheese, a box of mac and cheese, and I asked you guys to give me your best hashtag. And I have to say I was very pleasantly surprised. You guys are funny. I have very funny fans. Some of you are gross. Some of you are weird, and I love all of it. Um, the gross is a give, and, give or take. But my favorite one, it was a hard choice, but Keep in mind, I have three more necklaces to give away, so there'll be plenty of opportunities for you guys to still win, and I'm going to find new ways to have you guys do different things to win the stuff. There'll be photos for you to do hashtags on. Um, I think next week what I'm going to do on my Facebook page is I'm going to ask you guys to send me a crazy name for my sister and her to name her baby, but we'll get into the details of that. First, let me say the winner of Jessie May's giveaway, the hashtag game that we played on Instagram. And her Instagram name is April N Pickett. April N Pickett. She put the hashtag to the photo. If you guys don't know the photo, it's me holding up a box of macaroni and cheese. Her hashtag was hashtag when you're a shitty mom but you care a little bit. <laughs> which is so true. (laughs) Like when you just, you're not going to cook for your kid. You're like, I'm not going to cook for my kid, but I'm going to make him an organic box of mac and cheese. I'm not going to use Velveeta shells and cheese, even though that shit is delicious. I'm going to use the healthier mac and cheese. I I loved it. My assistant Liz loved it when you're a shitty mom, but you care a little bit. So kudos to April and Pickett. I will get a hold of you on Instagram, and I will get your information to send you the necklace as soon as possible, and a couple other cute goodies I'll throw in there for you. Um, and just make sure you take a picture of it of yourself with the necklace and show us, show the world the cute necklace that you got once you get it. So next week, to give you guys a head up, heads up, I'm going to ask you to send me what my sister should name her baby. Now. Don't worry about gender, because we're in a generation where gender doesn't matter. So don't don't be restricted by gender or don't be restricted by names. Go crazy, like Pen Pen Knuckleberry Finn the Fourth, whatever you want to do. I want to hear your most creative name that that my sister should name her baby. That that that's gonna be for next week, and I'll put more details on my Facebook page for that. That's where we'll play the next week's game on my Facebook page um and so congratulations april for being a funny bitch thank you for participating and look for my message i will find you i'll have my assistant hit you up and we'll get you all the details how cute april you mad funny and thank you for everybody else who posted you guys were funny as hell too um and uh this has been a lot of fun this actually has been fun this week it's fun every week but i got to uh tell you guys how I feel about dating and (laughs) tit-picks. I went on a tit-pick rant. I mean, what do you want from me? I got to keep it real, right guys? You don't want any bullshit from me. I know what you want. I know what you come here for. Uh, I will think of some horror movies for you crazy bastards. Thank you for sending me your questions. Make sure you, you... tell your friends to listen to the part the sharp tongue podcast if they if you think they'd be interested of course they would i mean come on now even if they're not let them listen to it maybe they'll learn a thing or two maybe they'll find a movie they like maybe they'll win a necklace Um, make sure you subscribe well you're already listening so you are subscribed maybe not well yeah you should be right if you subscribe it's the only way you can listen i'm pretty sure there's a foolproof way of doing this I'm not, you know, a technological person, so whatever. If you're hearing me in your ear, I'm assuming that you're subscribed, and I thank you for your subscription. Oh, baby, baby. Um, I found a fun little Britney-esque thing to leave you guys on. I'm gonna miss you so much. I'm gonna miss you so much this week. I really am. I hope you'll miss me. I'm gonna go and snuggle my dogs because love isn't real. And how fucking dare anyone out there make fun of Britney after all she's been through. She lost her aunt. She went through a divorce. She had two fucking kids. Her husband turned out to be... A user, a cheater, and now she's going through a custody battle. Leave Britney alone! Please.